Welcome to the next session in our series, 12 Ways Your Phone is Changing You. I'm really excited and so thankful that you are here to listen with us. This is a great session, and I think there's some really good things we can take away from um, what we're going to learn in this, uh, in this session. So I want you to take a minute, and I want you to visualize, think about your absolute favorite junk food. <laughs> what is your favorite junk food? I have memories of, of bugles, you know, sticking the little bugles on my fingertips. Um, I've become a big fan of the Chex Mix Bold. I don't know if you've ever tried Chex Mix Bold. It's like a more grown-up, like a little more, you know, Chex Mix with a punch. It's it's not that cheddar stuff for the kids. This is like a, like a grown-up Chex Mix. It's one of my favorites. Um, junk food is really, really enjoyable, isn't it? And tonight, I want us to think about our smartphones, and junk food. For, for just a second, uh, contemplate what are some ways that you rely on your phone? What are some ways that you really rely on your phone? And I think most people would say to stay connected, um, to stay up to, up to date, you know, to be informed. Um, and so with that in mind, we kind of understand that we get a lot of information, we get a lot of news about current events from our phones. Something interesting to think about, the average output of email and social media text, okay? So this is the average output through these devices is estimated at 3.6 trillion words or about 36 million books worth of words typed out every single day. <laughs> that is a lot of information. So how do you think this constant flow is affecting the value of these words to us? Well, the point for this session is we lose meaning. We lose meaning just by the sheer volume of words that are used. We can lose meaning if we're not careful. Number one is technology and junk food. We've discussed in previous sessions that the way we consume information on our phones is causing declines in literacy rates. It's literally changing how we comprehend and understand what we read. We also understand that content online has been designed to trigger our appetites, breaking news, tabloid gossip, viral memes, sports controversies, politics, entertainment. They all draw us to our phones as if they were deep fried Twinkies at the state fair, like junk food. Digital media is very appealing, but it lacks the proper nutrition needed to feed our brain and our souls. Third, smartphones make it easy to share and consume a steady diet of pointless information. We share trivial knowledge to maintain some sort of social bond, but we aren't really learning anything or even conveying ideas that help us grow and change. It's all so pointless. Our phones also draw us into unhealthy habits. We want to stay relevant. We want to be entertained. We want to be liked. And these things dwarf reality and our concern for information overload. Finally, under this idea of technology and junk food, social media drives our appetite for novelty. The new, the original, the unusual, the weird. Social media is not replacing mass media. It's actually becoming the filter through which content must pass to reach the masses. If you want to reach an audience, you have to be doing it on social media because that is where people are connected. 
63% of people surveyed said that they get their news from Facebook and Twitter. 63% get all of their news from Facebook and Twitter. Neomania is an addiction to anything that is new within the last five minutes. <laughs> Interesting, right? Neomania. Think about how our smartphones produce neomania. Everything that pings and pops onto your screen becomes breaking news. Things are reported before all the facts are known. We're afraid we're going to miss something important, that idea of FOMO. And we're inundated with texts and tweets and notifications on our phone, and we ignore our work, our family, our time with God, our children. In contrast to this immediacy and the breaking news of the moment that social media creates, Lamentations chapter 3 says, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The morning is our time to reflect intelligently and to look forward hopefully. See, social media isn't just new every morning, it's new every minute. Junk food sometimes is more enjoyable and easier to find. I think we would all agree. It, it's so much faster to run into 7-Eleven or the, you know, the station on the corner and, and grab something when we're hungry. But it takes discipline to eat healthy. It takes discipline to exercise. It takes discipline to find understanding and meaning in our lives. We've got to be careful and watch out for the junk food of social media. Number two in your blank here is treasuring wisdom. Treasuring wisdom. King Solomon could have never imagined the information we'd be bombarded with today, but he understood that philosophers would never stop writing. So he wrote a warning to his son. In Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 12, he says, My son, beware of anything beyond these. Of making many books there is no end, and much study is a weariness of the flesh. Christians must identify and cherish wisdom. King Solomon also wrote, um, he wrote about how to get wisdom in the book of Proverbs, and we see it over and over again. In chapter 3, verses 13 through 15, it says, Blessed is the one who finds wisdom, and the one who gets understanding. For the gain from her is better than gain from silver, and her profit better than gold. She is more precious than jewels, and nothing you desire compare with her. That's wisdom. Next, Christians must strive for fearful obedience over frivolous information. More important than access to information, and more valuable than social media, is obedience to God. After his statement about the endlessness of books, Solomon finishes his book with a conclusion in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13. He says, The end of the matter, all has been heard. Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Finally, Christians, we must embrace our freedom in Christ. We're free to close our apps. We are free to power down our phones. We are free to simply feast in the presence of friends and family. We've got to treasure wisdom. And number three in your blank is technology and wisdom. Job chapter 28 is a fascinating passage to apply to technology. And, and as we've well established, technology is more than just our smartphones and our iPads and our devices. 
Job chapter 28, verses 1 through 11, celebrate some of the early innovations of man. And then Job chapter 28, verses 12 through 28, is a warning about the limits of wisdom that we find in that technology, the limits of wisdom that we find in our devices. Ultimately, Job came to the same conclusion of Solomon in chapter 28, verse 28. This is what he says, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to turn away from evil is understanding. Don't be a tech-savvy fool. We've got to understand that true wisdom is found in the Word of God. So the change for this week. Learn to treasure what is most valuable in the universe, and that is God. When we turn to God, we find the most precious wisdom and knowledge is not hidden under a mountain or embedded in the newest device, but it's found in Jesus Christ. We find all the treasure. We find something that will nourish our soul and feed us. It's not junk food. It's lasting and it's valuable. So your tip this week, and this is going to be a fun one because I'm going to do it to myself and it's going to drive me crazy. I can already feel it. <laughs> I want you to look at your smartphone. You know, you know how you can move your, your little icons around so you can, you can change where your apps are located on your screen? I want you to do me a favor. I want you to trade the location of your favorite social media app with your Bible app. Okay? So I, I know many of us, we, we pull out our phones and we just click the apps. And it's almost subconscious how, how easily we can get on some of those things because we just do it without thinking. So this week, I want you to switch places with your favorite social media app, the thing that you pull out of your pocket and you, you tap that button and, and don't even think about it. I want you to trade that with the Bible app. And when you subconsciously tap on that app, I want you to read the verse of the day. Whatever it is, go read a passage. And thank God that He has given that to us. Thank God that we have the ability to access His Word in our pocket. Thank God for the technology He has given us that we can use in ways to glorify Him. And from there, see how your week goes, see how your perspective changes, and see how much less junk food you consume.